Open up my window to Hey, Kath. Hey, Don. Hi, Addie. Hello. Addie's joining us with her real microphone. The real microphone. <laughs> it's it's very exciting. It's, like, it's very, she sounds great. It's a little low. You just got to put it up. It's all good. I feel I can't professional. Hear anything. Like my equipment, it's always faulty. I have one thing that works and then one thing goes. I can't have it all. It's kind of like your eyes in a picture. <laughs> it's kind of, I have a lazy, like, I have a lazy, lazy eye. My lazy headphones. I <laughs> don't know what I'm listening to. <laughs> right. My mic is fantastic. My headphones are stinky. Hey, well, girls, this is the first time we're going to, or this is going to be the only time it's just us for quite some time. We have really amazing guests lined up. Yeah, we lined do. Up. Right. So if we want to talk about anybody, this is the episode <laughs> to do that because we're, we'll be in front of company for the rest of the, we're <laughs> having <gotta> company. <laughs> I got to clean, I got to clean my ears out. We got to clean, uh, we got to clean, clean the kitchen. Got to clean the kitchen. Got to clean. For the company. I have so much to talk about. You guys are going to be so, it's it's a me, me, me time. I don't know what's going on, but, so do you want me to tell you what's going on? Okay. Always. Do we have a choice? No. It is a podcast. You do have to talk. <laughs> you have to talk. But, but it's important. I got to talk about this because I go through these phases where things are important. <laughs> do you notice, like, I have, like. I hyper focus on one thing, whether it's a project, whether it's my functioning, it, there's always something. So as you know, like I only have two and a half years until my croning ceremony. And it doesn't sound like it, it doesn't sound, it sounds like that's a long time, but it, it creeps up on you and there's things I have to take care of. Don, are you cutting something? No, I'm not doing anything. What is that? Click, stop it's doing things. And I have to take notes. Guess what? You're not taking notes. You're clipping. You're writing. Yeah. Stop doing that. So annoying. Anyway, this is why I have to use the podcast because otherwise there's no way for you to, to listen to what I've got to say. Addie, thank you for being here. I, I'm here. I'm here for you. Yes. Thank you for listening to me. It's the banana and, hour. <laughs> and everybody else out what was there, that? I love you. What was that? The, what was that radio show that like, um, that, oh, the flower power, like the power, hour power, hour of power. I don't know I don't that know. one, but anyway. we could create that. I'm gonna Eddie look it and up. I are the are the power hour, banana hour. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I only have two and a half two and a half years, and so I started two years ago. Like it's usually a five year where you kind of focus on. You know, I was focused on getting my body together. That's when I got the thyroid out, get everything aligned. And the big thing before the croning is that you, you basically, it's a rebirthing. So you die. It's a, it's a shaman's, you get it, you go through a shaman's death where you, your past life is literally this life and you have a ceremony of it, like dying, going away and rebirthing into a new wisdom, into a new era of yourself. And so I'm trying to, <laughs> so all the things 
that I'm trying to, what is that? What do you, what do you do when you, the loose ends, you try to take care of the loose ends? Yeah. You tie up loose ends. Tie up. You tie, so I'm tying up loose ends. So I'm trying to think about things that I've been thinking about from my past that I feel like I don't have much closure on. So I'm good with, I'm good with Eric. I'm good with the kids. I'm good with old relationships. I'm good with the embarrassing moments I've done in the past. <laughs> I've come to terms with, I don't, I'll probably bring that into my next life, but I, I've just kind of forgiven myself and that, you know, I meet myself where I'm at. Right. So that's the whole thing about me growing out my hair, which we already talked about. So I won't talk about the hair thing. So one of the th uh, memory that I remember was that my naked body was uh, photographed and put up into the Guggenheim. <laughs> I have so many questions right now. Wait a minute. Go first, ahead. First, I don't know anything about the hair thing. Oh, okay. And also, where does the bucket list come into this? Is this after or would you do it before? This is before. This is before before the 50 before you turn 50, you tie up loose ends because the next life is about the wisdom and the croning into, you know, you're the guru. I'm a, you know, I'm an oracle, so there's like a guru aspect that you just kind of graduate from. Okay. And, and so also no also after you hit 50, you don't give a shit, and so you like go to the bank with no bra on. Stuff like right. that. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it doesn't matter, right? So so I'm talking about the spiritual aspect of what I'm processing and going through. So Isis, who's on my team, is really helping me because I have a very difficult time. Um, I, I, I don't have a difficult time, but I tend to not go towards my feminine energy. I very much go to my yang energy. And so Apollo is very strong with me and Merlin. <laughs> So <laughs> it's like a joke. Merlin and Apollo walk into a bar. So anyway, um, when I, this was in 2004, I was teaching at Ulster Community College. I was teaching sign language uh, in the interpreter program. And um, I had a lot of students. It was a great experience. Great college, by the way. Um, wonderful, wonderful so in one of my last classes, this was in 2004, um, a student approached me and, and said, um, Kathy, <laughs> I said, yes. She goes, uh, I'm going to ask you something personal, but I have to, I, but I have a friend. My best friend is a, a very well-known photographer, which I don't remember her name, a very well-known photographer who did shoots for Sports Illustrated. And she's doing a project and I cannot stop thinking you are perfect for her project. So first of all, I feel like I'm being punked because Sports Illustrated and at the time I was 300 plus pounds. I was, I was heavier, way heavier at my heaviest during that time. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, I really don't think it's funny. You know, I was like, I was kind of insulted, like Sports Illustrated and I'm 300 pounds and why would she want to, you know, photograph me? And she says, no, no, you don't understand. She's really into body positivity. This was in 2004 when it wasn't hip, you know? No and, pun intended. Right. And so, and so I said, yeah, give me, I said, okay, tell me what's going on. And she says, well, my friend is doing a project on body positivity and she's taking photographs of people, of women, 
all different shapes, sizes, colors, uh, you know, and you're just so beautiful. And, you know, I think that you would be perfect for her layout that she wants to do. And I said, well, I have no modeling experience, nor am I very open with my body. Like I'm like, not that I'm a prude or anything. I just don't go around doing that. And she I said, we'll go give her around doing it. I don't go, I don't around, go around doing that. It's just like wandering around. I don't, I don't walk around the neighborhood doing that. I don't go I around don't, doing that. That's so I funny. Don't, I don't go around doing that. I just don't that. go around, you know, posing naked. I just don't go around. Like, look Wait, my you were tits naked? Up. Tits hung crazy. It's different. Yes. I'm in the house. Yeah, Kathy, you're not making yourself clear. It's a complete naked shoot. It was a naked shoot. It was, it was, yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me just finish telling the story okay. here. So I get her number. I call her. We schedule it out. I'm shaking. I'm so nervous, but I feel like maybe this is going to help me because I've not shaved my, I've not plucked my eyebrows in a <laughs> couple of years, nor shaved my legs. And I gained weight for protection because I just had my trauma. Uh -huh. You know, my trauma was fresh. It was only a couple of years, right? And I wasn't telling anybody about this because I'm very private about my things. And until now, putting it on a podcast, but back then I was very private. And I go to her house and she was kind of local and she was the coolest lady ever. Like she was, you know, she, she did, uh, she showed me her pictures that she was a legit photographer, that she, you know, did Sports Illustrated, met all those models. And she was an exotic dancer in, and she had like these amazing dreadlocks and she looked very bicultural in some way. She was very exotic looking and her, her pictures were very creative. It wasn't like she was just taking pictures. She, she kind of made them black and white and she like put your hair, like very artsy, like hair was in my face. Like you couldn't really see my identity. Like she made them anyway. So I said, okay, I like what you're doing. I, it's, I thought, you know, it would be like a clear, like photo, <laughs> like a snapshot. And then I was like, I really just didn't want to be trafficked in any way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I said, I'll do it. She was so excited. She was very flattering. She was, she was like, you're so beautiful. And I believe she thought I really was beautiful. She treated me with a lot of respect and I said, what does this entail? And she said, well, they're boudoir pictures. Now, first of all, I didn't really know what boudoir meant. So I assumed <laughs> bedroom pictures. <laughs> so I'm like, is it bedroom pictures? Like what's boudoir? She goes, you're just going to be sassy. It's going to be fine. I said, the only compromise is I, I can't have my vagina hanging out. So I'm going to have to wear underwear. Like I can't. I said, the boobs are fine. The butt's fine. Just no front frontal. And she was like, fine, great. So uh, I had some stockings and some underwear on. And that was it. Now, wait. And she, wait. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yes. since you're being very open here, we should talk yes. about your underwear. <laughs> so, yes. What kind of underwear did you have, Kath? Okay, so first of all, my my Hanes because you're go my, <laughs> my my Fruita Loom, <laughs> my your go-to briefs that come above your belly button. Yeah, which you wore like that when you were seven years old, and you I, still wear 
You, I'm all about the comfort. They're always like too big. They're always too big. And I always, even and if it the goes up the crack of your ass. That's <laughs> it. You, and I'm always like, you buy your underwear too big. You've always worn your underwear too big. I continue to do so, <laughs> my lady. I continue to wear my underwear. So it when you're, so small. I just picture you in this photo shoot <laughs> with really baggy underwear and you baggy very... briefs with like the hole underneath the elastic bands. <laughs> <laughs> I did not wear my pants. And it going up your crack. Just, just can you, first of all, first of all. I did not wear my period panties to the shoot. Okay. okay. I call them granny panties. I did not yeah. wear the granny panties. I went out and I bought plain black underwear that fit. That were cotton. Okay. That was it. Really? And, and that's it. And I had black stockings on and that mm -hmm. was it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. This is a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Okay. So we finished the shoot and... And I'm, and I'm, and I, it was very emotional. It was a very emotional session. Uh, she was extremely sweet. She took her time with me and, um, it really did help me with my body. She showed me pictures, other pictures she uh, took of other women. And, um, comparatively, I felt like I wasn't the largest, not that being large is a bad thing. But when you're talking about getting pictures taken, you, you have a nightmare of what you think you look like. And that's not, that's not the truth. That's not how it is. You know, she showed me that this is not what you look like. You think you look like, you know, job of the hut, you know, cause I was like, oh, you know, I was like, this is not okay with me. I felt like I could put a chain on somebody. I just like really wasn't flattering you know <laughs> I could put a chain on somebody <laughs> like princess leia i i and get it I you got it. my drift yeah. okay yeah so after the shoot i felt renewed i felt renewed mm -hmm. and i felt like it's over and i was she was grateful because i found out that the reason she's doing these pictures is for eating disorders so she was trying to raise money for people who have dysmorphia, did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And anorexia and who have overeat, like all the body image issues. So of course I was a part of something that was of service. So it made me feel that much better. So of course. So I think she took like two or 300 pictures of me and I told her, I don't want to see them and you're going to pick out the ones you like. And I just ask that if they're shown anywhere that you do something with my face. I just don't want my face shown because I work for a school district at the time. And I just didn't want to have any problems, you know? You she was like, yeah. You so I totally forgot. I didn't forget about it, but I just let it go. I moved on. So Donovan was three years old. I want to say he was born 2002, three, four. So he's going on three to four years old now. So, um, it was in February and this was the craziest day. So, um, we had to, the, in February, we were living together and you had plans with Barney Rubble. I'm just going to call him Barney Rubble because I don't want to, he's a, it's a friend of yours, but I'm not going to say his name. So I'm going to okay. say Barney Rubble mm -hmm. or call him Barney Rubble. So you had friends with Barney and, uh, I came home and I got a call and I had to drop off 
Donovan at four wins. It was the first time mm-hmm. I had to drop off mm-hmm. um, Donovan. It was the most difficult day of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the saddest, most difficult day of my life. And I was a very lonely and I was alone in this. And Eric was being Eric at the time. And, uh, and so... Barney showed up. You had to work late or something. You could, you had plans with him, but it just didn't work out. So he ended up at the house and I opened the door and my face looks like I have swollen eyes. You know, I have swollen eyes. I have all this stuff going on and I'm crying and he stayed with me. He, he stayed with me and it was, it was a very weird random thing. And he took me out to dinner. I drank a little bit. We actually met Steve Buscemi <laughs> at the restaurant. It was very interesting. And he really helped me get through the day, through the night, right? I got a call from this woman, the photographer, to tell me that she needs to stop by because she has a present for me. She just got her 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 exhibit of of the ladies, the bourgeois pictures just got accepted into the Guggenheim. And it was because of my picture that she chose the, the coordinator, the court, the, I don't know who the curator curator, curator chose mm-hmm. that picture and said a hundred percent. So she wanted to thank me because of my picture. I am in the Guggenheim. That's how I got in the Guggenheim. So I said, sure. You, she's like, I, I know I'm near your area. Can I just stop by? So Barney was there. I'm having like this weird, like, <laughs> I just put my son in a hospital. I just went out to den- dinner and met Steve Buscemi. And now I have this naked picture of myself in a beautifully framed thing. And... So Barney got to see it and it was very moving. It was a very beautiful, well done, amazing picture, but I didn't want it because I don't care about it and I didn't want to put it in the house and I don't want people seeing me naked. So I said, Barney, can you just take this picture? Can you just take it? You can take it. You can have it. That was the memory, right? So he said, okay, I, he had storage. He had places he could put it. I just totally didn't want to have anything to do with it. So moving forward, I, it's been 15 years. I don't know how long it's been like almost 16, 17 years. And I just started thinking about that picture and realized that my body was exhibited in the Guggenheim. And I need my picture back because I think I'm beautiful now. <laughs> I didn't think I was beautiful then. And s- oh, thank you, Addie. Thank you, Addie. I really. Donna did that. But I oh, you did that? with thank my you, heart. Thank you, Donna. Too. Thank you. Well, thank you. I know Addie would have done it too. I'm still listening. I'm still, I've never heard the story. And yeah, did you get your picture? So. I, so this week, so the last couple of months, I'm trying to, I, I got a hold of Barney, who was extremely happy to hear from me. And I told him the situation. He says, I don't have it. He goes, believe me, I would have hung it up. I don't, I think I took it, but I don't, it's been so long. He's like, I don't know if I put it in the basement and then he sold the house. So I, we don't know. So I 
he said, but let me go check. He, I said, can I meet up with you? And that was today. So I was anticipating that maybe he found the picture. Like, I don't know. So I saw him today and it was a great, it was a fantastic reunion. And I told him what this whole croning thing was. And I also told him that I never told him before that he got me through one of the hardest days of my life. And he had no idea how much effect he had on me because he's always like, just like a, let's go have some fun kind of guy. And I said, I will never, ever forget how you stayed with me and you tried to make it better. And I, and I just love, he'll always have a special place in my heart because of that. So he was so moved by that. So we had a hugging fest and, uh, he said, I couldn't find your picture, but I am going to help you find the lady. So now I have a team of, now we're a team of, of sleuths figuring out <laughs> where's my picture. And that is my story of the Guggen me being naked in the Guggenheim. And how long right. were you, are you still naked in the Guggenheim or is that, was that a temporary I, it's piece? It's been 15 years and, um, I'm sure it was a special exhibit. I, it was a special exhibit. It was a fundraiser. Uh, so somebody has me on their wall. So somebody bought my picture for a lot of money. Uh, so that's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. You know? <sighs> so I don't know. I loved, I loved when um, I was in school and I took a life drawing class and yeah. I had a major crush on a guy who was in my class with me. Yeah. And I wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. And I was paying attention to the guy sitting next to me. We were too busy <laughs> flirting mm -hmm. and um, the class was really quiet and I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. And the teacher walked behind me and looked what I was doing and looked at the model mm -hmm. and said, do you think he can live up to that? <laughs> I was mortified. I was so mortified. That's so funny. Donna, did you ever watch The Hustler? Uh, with it's you. With that, yeah, that dumb show, it's, it needs yeah. to not be a fucking hour long. That's right. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So the hustler. So Henry and I play the hustler in the car. Like we'll say, uh, the hustler. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say this. Henry's going to kill me, but, uh, Don, he has to wear compression socks cause he's a baker and he's, he stands all yeah. the time. And yeah. Donna gave me some compression socks that I had. So he's been wearing. They're like pink with butterflies. Pink with butterflies. He's the coolest guy and he'll wear them out. I love him. I love mm -hmm. him so much. So I'll say the hustler <laughs> works 20 hours a day and wears butterfly compression socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll say the hustler. So then I said to him, I said, the hustler has been naked. We had a picture naked in the Google. Oh, yes, that's funny. Yeah, so we come up with things that I've done that were so, like, would be hustler-like. Yeah. I would be the worst hustler because I would laugh. I can't lie. Yeah, I would yeah. laugh. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not the hustler. <laughs> Do you know the show we're talking about, Addie? No clue. Absolutely. It's it's a dumb show on um, it's ABC fun. with... Um, Craig Ferguson. I love him. And it's like, there are five people and one of them is, it's, it's a kind of like a mole, like figure out who is who. One of them's yeah. not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then there's wacky facts that are told about them. Yeah. So mine would be like, oh, the hustler believes the Fozzie bear is her animal totem and a shaman. 
you know, and then they'll ask a question about chakras or drumming mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And then they'll they'll ask you that kind of thing. It's like really silly yeah. questions about yourself. Yeah. I would be a good hustler, but I, I, I like with my exotic, the hustler's an exorcist. <laughs> I believe... <laughs> I believe that her totem animal is Fozzie Bear. It would be like that. Do you have yes. to lie and pretend you're not that? Or how do you? Yes. No. Oh, yeah, the you do. Yeah, lies. the hustler lies. There, yeah. I could not do that. I would just. I can't do that. I, I'd laugh. I, My eyes would go, would float. It would be really obvious. I can't play poker either. My eyes would float. <laughs> The pressure would make my eyes. I'd be like, you know, the squeezies, the, the eyes just pop out. My face says it all. I, I can't. I just can't come up with lies on the spot. Like, I have to plan. I'd have to plan for it. I yeah, guess. have to plan. I yeah. have to plan. Like, two truths and a lie. You've yeah. Never played that. I, yes, <laughs> on this show, actually. And I did it horribly. Because I said two truths. And then I went, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh? <laughs> yeah, she did. I was like, Ooh. she was like, I did this. I am that, and uh, <laughs> like that one's a lie. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be good. But it's fun to play the hustler. I'd be really good though, because I do weird things. I'm definitely uh out there. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. Yeah, what would be your hustler, really... Don? What would be a hustler? What would oh be a hustler? Oh my god, too? there's so many. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 she was once offered a hundred dollars to she. have the sex. Hustler. Yeah, the hustler. the hustler. The hustler was offered a hundred dollars to have sex with Ron, Ron White, White in her Yaris. <laughs> I don't, I don't ah, work there anymore. Word. I don't work there anymore. So <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Addie, what would be yours? Uh, I changed my name when I was eight years old from Adeline to Adelina. Yeah. Right. So you wouldn't say your name. Say the, the hustler. hustler. Well, the hustler. Their, yeah. Volunteered to change yeah. their name at eight yeah. years old. Yeah. Say. Or like I have yeah. this crazy white streak. The hustler has a crazy white streak in her hair that she doesn't dye. The hustler, the hustler, helps somebody get tattooed on their penis by holding their skin tight. <laughs> a stranger. That was not. I, I am know. not that hustler. See? That's me. No, that was me. You're such a helper, Don. <laughs> I'm such a helper. You're such a support. <laughs> that service. That's your service. I was being of service. You're being of service. I'm so proud of you. Such oh. a service. May I hold your penis, please? I'll hold your... No, it was like, hey, Donna, come here. Can you help? <laughs> <laughs> this was before Tim was at Tony's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's yeah. So funny. I happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my quest, I will keep everybody abreast. Yeah, so to speak. Yes. Oh, I wait, wait, you did say that, that again. Oh, say that okay. again. Do what it, I say, do it, Addie. Uh, wait, say, I'll keep everybody abreast. I'll keep everybody abreast.
I will let everybody know uh, as the quest goes on if we can find the lady. She's got to be older now. (laughs) (laughs) It is Uh, so fun. So... um, Speaking yes. of, so when Chris Chris came back from Dragon Con in Atlanta, and he bought Nico this um, little like um, thing that you with buttons that has sayings from the office. Because this is a funny fact about if Nico was the hustler okay, <laughs> at three years old, the hustler became a fan of Michael Scott when. <laughs> His parents' Wi-Fi didn't happen in their apartment fast enough, and the only thing they could watch were DVDs of The Office. They only had DVDs <laughs> of The Office. So Nico got very attached to Michael Scott, and he will occasionally ask to watch Michael Scott. <laughs> and he has so cute. he has very specific episodes that he likes. That one, that one, that like he knows which ones he likes. And so Chris found this like you know a little button thing, and it's like of course it has that's what she, that's what she said. And like the only thing that will make this day better is ice cream. And then there's one from Stanley, and Nico goes, "That's that guy." He calls Stanley that guy. <laughs> It's not Michael Scott. It's that guy. <laughs> like, I like that guy. So cute. So he walked around. He, we gave it to him on Sunday. He he carried it with him in the car. He carried it with him everywhere. So and cute. he was showing everybody. It's Michael Scott. <laughs> Took it to the farmer's market. And he showed strangers. It's Michael Scott. Does, he's so cute. Does Chris oh, like he's delicious. to give uh, presents that make sounds to little kids? All the time. Because, Fart yeah. machines. I got a Star Wars book that made sounds for Alex. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. yeah Chris is all about that. It's mm-hmm. fun. It it's is fun. fun. Let's I, try parents crazy fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Look, know. We digress. I don't luckily, know. I love Star Wars. So, so. Um, so another thing that I'm working on. So at the the crony thing. So, Addie, you were asking about the hair thing. Did you want me to go back to that? Well, yeah, because I didn't. You didn't tell me that. I don't know anything about that. Uh, so I'm really big into energy and uh... <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> we're 134 episodes in. You tell us this now. What? And you're really into energy. So. <laughs> The, my hair has always been kind of like the focal point of my energy of what I've experienced. And it's kind of known that you, you know, you in certain Native American cultures and other cultures that your hair um, holds your DNA, right? That's fact. Your hair holds in DNA, but your memories stay in your hair as well. So if you ever notice that when you have a breakup or something bad happens or you just need a change, you always want to get your hair cut. You always want to get your hair done. It's always like my hair, you know, it's kind of like an intuitive, it's a spiritually intuitive motivation to rid of the past because you want to change. Right. So I always have to take it, take it, you know, take it too far (laughs) and I take it up a notch and so I used to have extremely long, long hair, like really, like I have pictures of, it was like at my chest and a curly, crazy headbanger, awesome hair. And then after my trauma happened, I shaved, I, it was the first time I literally shaved my head. Like I cut it to like 
just a little more than Sinead O'Connor, like really cut it. And um, it just was intuitively that I needed to cut my hair. So I let my hair grow out. And then with all the little traumas that happen, you cut, you grow, you cut, you grow. So in 2017, um, I was, that was when I was really starting to work on my croning and realized that I still had some lingering from 2011. I had hair from 2000, you know, 15. I had hair where I still had anger and problems. Mom died, dad died. Like I had all this like anger and frustration and, you know, uh, Donna's Donna, our relationship was getting solid. So back solid again, there was really nothing more in 2000. There was nothing more that was really angry. There was nothing left in there. And so I said, I need to start thinking about my croning. And I uh, had a shaving ceremony with Henry and Sophie and a hairdresser. And I let go and I purged all my pain all the history, all the, uh, you know, Donovan and, um, things that have, um, shaped my emotional being at the time, you know, that in a negative way. And I decided that I was going to literally every piece of hair on my head was going to be happy hair <laughs> that, and if it becomes an unhappy hair, I will cut it again, but it was going to be happy hair. I wanted to start anew. And it really refreshed me. And that's when I began to realize that I, I was working Donna, if you go back to our, to some of the episodes earlier, um, working on Jaguar, which is your most authentic self. And my dyed hair was not my authentic self because I did it because it was expected and to please other people and they weren't comfortable with gray hair. So I just kept dyeing my hair and I said, you know what? That's not how I want to look. That's not who I am. I don't care if I look older. I don't care what people think. And that's my truth. And Jaguar, uh, because I'm a bunny, uh, Jaguar started to come in and I shaved my head and I decided that I was going to grow it back out. And uh, until, you know, and every strand had to be happy hair. So I've been growing it for the last two or three years, right? I think it was 2000. 2019 i cut it again in 2019 mm -hmm. and that's when i got the gray out so i cut it again in 2019 and i have not cut it since then and i feel terrific and every ounce of my hair is happy it was after the incident with donovan i cut it again mm -hmm. and that was the last time i had to cut it and so isis has been working with me and uh the goal is that i don't cut it until my croning in April uh, 2023, right? Mm. I'm 26 and a half. 27, yeah, 2023. It's the year of the dragon. 26 and a dragon half? dragon will be my croning. How cool is what that? What is 26 and a half? Are you 26 and a half? I'm 26 and a half. I have two and a half years until I crone. 26 and a half? I'm 26 and a half years old i'm 41 i'm 46 <laughs> what are you half. saying you kept what? saying 26 and a half i are... am oh i said 26 yes like three oh. times it's on tape 
on tape, said the Gen Xer. Oh my god, yes. 26. You were, you were I, just like defiant. I am 26 and a half. Oh my god, I should have said I'm five and a half. Yeah. Well, that's why 20, I said I was 41. And Addie's like, Addie's like thinking, I'm four, okay, <laughs> there must be some other way of counting. In the, you cosmic realm, in the cosmic realm. You're like, you're like those geometric shapes in soul when it's like, you know, this well, is I'm how so we sorry. represent ourselves so you could understand us. Uh, I feel 26 <laughs> and a half. That means I'm, I'm so 21. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, I yeah. love that Sophie's looking forward to being 27 because that was my favorite year. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so cute. She's okay, like, so, I'm so looking forward to 27 because you love 27. 27 like, is good. 27. I had a baby that number. year. You had a baby at 27? Is he sure? I think. I had Donovan at 28. I was 29. So, so anyway, yeah. Uh, so I stand to be crying. I'm not at, just, you know, I'm not 26. I'm not 20, 27, oh. 26 and a half. I am 46 and a half. <laughs> so in two and a half years, right? And I no. did it right. No. Three and a half years. No, three yeah. and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half years. Weird. I will be 50. <laughs> what year were you born? I was born in 74. I just want to make sure I did my math right. I don't know what the fuck I am. Okay, so in 2024. <laughs> I'm not here half the time. 20, I am in the realm. 2024 is your year. <laughs> Thank 2024 you. Is your 2024 year. is my year. Mm. See, I was born and in 80, so I'm preparing so it, for 2024. Easy for me. It's going to come by fast and I have to get rid of all the stuff. I have to find my naked picture. I have <laughs> you have, a, you have a list. I have a list. I have a list. I have to be in better I have to get into my best form of physical shape. The body has to get on the yacht, right? We already talked about that. Mhm. Okay. My body is still on a lifeboat. <laughs> it's not even close to the We're to the talking edge. about mind, body, spirit. Uh Oh, Addie doesn't know Addie's, this. Uh, yeah, Addie doesn't remember this. Okay. Addie I want to be on a yacht. Mind your body and spirit. If you could put one on a yacht, on a lifeboat, or in the water, which one would go where? Do you want me to give you an example? Oh. So my mind is on a yacht. My spirit is in the lifeboat. And my body is sinking to the bottom of whatever <laughs> body of water it is. Okay. Right. With and a cinder is, block. My spirit's in the yacht. Mm -hmm. My mind is on the lifeboat. And it's my emotions. I feel like your lifeboat is not fully inflated, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a little squishy. There's some paint and it has on it. water on the bottom. I'm hanging on a buoy. <laughs> yeah, so my mind is hanging on a, buoy. a fucking buoy. Yeah. I feel okay. like my mind and spirit are in a rowboat. And then... Oh, I think you're more than that. I, I think you're more you're than that. You're not giving yourself I, enough credit. No, I'm saying Addie. I don't think I'm in a lifeboat. I'm up a level from that. Yes, you then you're, are. Then you're, then you're on the ladder. You're on the ladder <laughs> to the yacht. You're on the platform of the yacht. You've just of pulled yourself up from swimming That's with it. sharks. <laughs> good. You did good. So my, so I'm, I'm getting there and I ha my body has to be on the yacht. So I've, I need a lot of time for that because... Mm -hmm. I'm slow at everything because I'm a turtle. So, Got to get back on Supernatural Oculus. Yeah, I, I did do. that the other day. 
Did you? I did. Why didn't you show up on my leaderboard? Uh, I only did one exercise. I saw yours there. I don't, I think I completed it, but I think um, I was doing Beat Saber more. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to get back onto the uh, Supernatural. Yeah, Supernatural. I just have to walk. I have to walk because it's been so hot. I haven't been able to walk. That's why the Supernatural works. Yeah, Yeah. I walked today and I walked yesterday, so I'm doing pretty good. And I've had not had sugar for another week, so Mm, I'm doing really well. Amazing. Yes, thank you. By the the way, Addy, did you see Billie Eilish has a Beat Saber um, package? No, I did get the Skrillex one, though. I was thinking about getting the Skrillex one. I did. I got that. Is it good? Uh, yeah, well, I love Bangarang. It's one of my favorite songs, and um, oh, good so know. I got that for that song. Um, but no, I'll check out. I'll probably get Billie Eilish too. Like every yeah. couple weeks, I'll mm-hmm. when I was act. I stopped playing in July. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know That's, what? I you find know what? that it's, it's not yeah. a summer thing for me. It's not a summer thing because I'm outside so much. But it definitely I don't when like it being hot inside. I don't yeah. like being hot me either. Even if I have air conditioning, I don't like the fact that there's heat anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, but an Oculus doesn't have heat. What are you talking I don't about? Know. It gets very sweat. hot. Are you kidding me? My my face is like foggy and heating. <laughs> oh, when you do like supernatural? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why. But I, even like just enjoying the the Oculus. No, not. yeah, that that's true. Yeah. But. Oh, so I've got so much to do, Addie. We have so much to do, Donna. We have so much to do. Yes. And I'm and I'm planning a really big party, which I don't plan parties, but my croning is going to be a big event because I didn't have a big wedding. And so uh, we were thinking about having, you know, having a wedding. And he said, no, I think we should do a croning ceremony. How sweet is he? Let's put Mm -hmm. the money into you. How sweet is that? The sweetest. That's really sweet. So Mm. I said, okay, so we're going to plan this really fun event. It's going to be outside or inside? inside because we have we have how many years i'm sure COVID's gonna be in check i hope well yeah i wasn't even thinking about COVID. i was just thinking uh, parties i don't know yeah because i don't want it to be hot and i don't want any problems it's gonna be april it can't be hot in april, april showers oh bring may flowers never mind um what's the equivalent of like you know like so you won't have a bachelorette party like before croning like what would be the equivalent of the like let loose loose, like what is that like before you become wise like which you're not going to become wise overnight let's not kid ourselves do you see me taking a fucking four years to this do you see how slow i'm going can you give me some credit (laughs) but like what would be like the what would be the equivalent of like a spiritual like you know like fun thing yeah like maybe do microdosing or something I don't oh know. yeah like do so I, ne- do, I never I never microdosing done, let's just do dosing I can get I've, chocolate I've bars I've never done psychedelic drugs mm. or anything but we'd have to do it a month beforehand oh, just I, in I, case it takes that long to to I don't know how <laughs> a it, month beforehand. <laughs> We're not waiting four years. We're not. We're not waiting four years. I know where to I find chocolate bars. I think I would do. Bars. I've never done what, I Maddie. Can, I can't hear you on your. Mic. I I'm can sorry. get chocolate bars. Oh, okay. With mushrooms. Yes. Oh. No, I can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't, Addie. You cannot. So I think something maybe that I would not do maybe um, 
doing some kind of something like that probably would be like the because I don't do those things. Mm -hmm. Like I smoke cigars. And I, I was just that. thinking about putting you on like a mechanical bull, <laughs> singing karaoke, <laughs> uh, sure. drinking that margaritas, drinking margaritas. We're gonna have a blast. We'd have a party. We'd getting have a, like, kicked a out, getting kicked out of wherever we are. Yeah, because that happens Let's, to us. Yeah, I would do that. I would have a big party. I've only been kicked mm. out of a bar I'll tell you what. You guys are my, uh, what's a croning, croning sidekicks. I don't know what they have. I don't, there's no bridesmaid or it's not like a maid. <laughs> yeah. The crone of honor. Donna's going to be the crone of honor because she'll already be I'm there. Just gonna, the crone of honor. <laughs> crone of honor. I'm just going to come as the grim reaper. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm like, just going to, I'm just going to come as the grim reaper ghost of Christmas future. Do you want me to be I the flower girl? Know, nobody would think twice about that, Don. Oh, nobody I know. Would, no one what are you going to do, Addie? I'll be the flower girl, but I'll like throw candy yeah. or something. <laughs> okay. You can be the flower girl. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have, it. that's what you it's going to be. You know what? What's the, what's the term for the, for like the sidekick of the DJ? Like the hype man. <laughs> You're going to be the hype, the hype person. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody say what? what? <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> I think it's so funny that you taught Nico that song. Turn down, for, turned what? Out for oh, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 And then I taught him uh, the uh, Ramones. Hey, ho. And he goes, let's go. <laughs> it's the best. It's he the loves best. to participate. He oh, loves to he participate. Really does. That song, Let's Get Ridiculous, oh. is the dumbest song on the planet. And but him is, singing so, it. Is... Have you ever heard it, Addie? No. Why do what? Oh, you got to listen. You got to hear it. Let's get ridiculous. Let's he get loves ridiculous. that song and he screams, Let's get ridiculous. At the he top has like of this frowny, lungs. like his face scrunch up that is adorable. Oh, let's just talk about Nico for an hour. All right. We're done. We're done. We'll talk about Nico forever. I know. He's so cute. He is so cute. So, yes, uh, Donald will be the crone of honor. <laughs> <laughs> crone of honor. Oh my god. Oh my god. I would love to do a speech for you. Uh Okay. Mm -hmm. Give me give me that microphone, hype man. There you go. <laughs> yes, it, but it's going to be a big one, so that's, I got to save up for it. A I big microphone? No, a big place <laughs> to do it. I got it like it literally I have to do it a year beforehand to get a place mm -hmm. and that's what I mean. I feel like stuff. the place mean like, I don't know, picking the place is probably the very important part of it, at least in my brain. Because like, yeah. do you want it in a barn? Do you, you can't have it in a firehouse. Or can you have it mm -hmm. in a firehouse? They wouldn't mm -hmm. like me there, no. Well, I need a place that's that's open and, you know, it's going to be very, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? It's got to be open and, and, a, and a good feel to it. Oh, I think we should rent Opus 40. Yeah. Can you rent that? That's place? a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fun. Why not? Or like Opus Crash 40, Storm I, King? I did a workshop there. Mm. The inside isn't. Um... They've redone a lot of stuff. Have they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be great. Like something well, like that. Very something spiritual like place. that. Yeah. Yeah. Something inside, like that. there's like a building there too. I guess mm -hmm. I have to go there. Yeah. I've seen. Mm -hmm. I've seen pictures, but yeah. I've never seen the and building. I'd, I'd get Allie to DJ because we'll be dancing. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of dancing. 
Mm -hmm. a lot of celebrating. Mm -hmm. And then the ceremony is a big deal. It's very specific. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So I got some time, but I've got to work on it now because it's not something that could be last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of plans, we, we got our plans together to spread our mom's ashes. <laughs> We're getting ready to go. Oh We're God. going the first week of November. That's awesome. We're, we're making, making a Wednesday documentary coming back on Sunday. We're like, are you driving? You're driving mm -hmm. there. Driving there. Um. Yeah. Why? Why would we? Why would we fly there and be efficient and do it in one day? Like, why? Well, why do it I the easy way? You have, <laughs> I can't carry mom's ashes. I know. Are not I less know. than four ounces. I know they are. <laughs> no, they're not liquid. I, <laughs> it's not liquid, you know. Addy, well, mom, right? It's still my mom. <laughs> you know, you know, my mom's <laughs> ashes are in a container. They're in like a. They're in not a traditional urn, because Dad oh. was in a, quite a state of mind when he we went to go pick out where we were going to put Mom's ashes, <laughs> and he was like, "What about that over there?" And it was a ceramic bag of golf clubs and i was like um mom didn't play golf dad and dad's dad's reasoning was he's got to look yeah, at it but i have to look at yeah. it <laughs> it's living in my house <laughs> and i was like if you think mom's not gonna haunt you being in that and it looked like it really looked like whatever your local ceramic studio no disrespect like yeah everybody loves a christmas tree with the lights in it okay yes. everybody loves that of course yes but you don't 100%. necessarily want that quality for the ashes of your like loved initials, on the, right? <laughs> initials <laughs> on the bottom yeah. initials and glaze and, and ceramic yeah. i want to say oh it's glaze and it was so it's, it was ceramic it, it was break. really ceramic it was ceramic it, it was break. not yeah so um i was like well if you don't want just a plain box, and Dad was like, "Why would we want a plain box?" I'm like, "I, I don't know, Dad. Like, I, I don't know. I've never held anybody's Wait, ashes so before." Did he get so? Them? No, he okay. did not get it. He got it. Looks like um, it it's looks classic. like classic books, like yeah. a bookshelf. So, so it's like Tale of six, Two Cities. So like and... they look like six leather bound books. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Okay, it's so, so bizarre. I live in mom and dad's house. Okay. Dad put it on the top, top of the cabinet where you don't see it. You don't see it. Like it's, it's in the like corner. on top of the kitchen cabinets, kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Thank you. But it's there. And it's in the corner and you don't see it. Mom passed away in 2013. And the only thing she asked us to do was to put her ashes at the Dells. We didn't have the money to do that. We were in a place to do that. And then dad didn't plan to do it because I thought it was dad's job. He should do that. I did. I thought yeah, that dad should have. A hundred percent. I think that dad should have coordinated and paid for it. But obviously he just threw all her clothes out. and was like, <laughs> I'm living my best He's life done. now that yeah. my wife he is like, dead. He was like he was a 17. teenager. He was like a teenager. Within was so one weird. week, he got a, vi a virus on his computer from porn. Yeah. <laughs> Chris had to go with yeah it, it was like he was like free free willy i don't know what the hell he was doing well uh, but it was like 
If my grandfather what? had a computer, it would have been the same exact thing because he did the same that's thing. That's fine. I, I support that. But it's like, you know, he just mom wasn't even like it wasn't even like a week. It was like and all her clothes were thrown. Everything was gone. Yeah, he was quick. And the transition was quick. was quick. Transition was quick and obviously anticipated for a long time. <laughs> so so needless to say. Yeah. When I inherited the house, dad passed and it was a focus on dad. And I had dad's ashes that were mm-hmm. in a small, tiny box. And I put it in the ground and I have a bush that's beautiful out in the front. Well, and Uncle James, uh, he wanted, he had ashes. He also wanted his ashes spread at his favorite golf course. Right. And Uncle so there James was did that. And then we, you know, we right. divided them up, et cetera. But mom's ashes are sitting on those so, meanwhile, <laughs> cabinets. I am being haunted by mom. <laughs> the hot water heater went and we had to change the room where she slept. And I got rid of the kitchen table where she sat. She only sat at the table and was in her bedroom or that, that was it. Mm-hmm. And so finally I was like, oh my God, mom's haunting me. And I look up and I see the ashes and I go, Donna, I think what's this? I think we have to, again, something that has to be done. Before 2000, what is it? 24? Yes. Yep. 2024. So this is long overdue and I'm going to write a letter to mom and we're going to document our journey and we're going to finally, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get her ashes in this place. It's not like it's small. Like I need to bring my wagon. It's heavy. (laughs) I need to bring my radio flyer where I bring my crystal balls when I go places. No, I, I think that, I mean, we haven't discussed it because it's so specific, but I think that we can, everywhere we stop, we can release a little bit because it's the journey to the place, which okay. is really, I think. Okay. So right. a little bit at a, a little time. measuring cup here so and that, there. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, I'm sure the place we'll we're staying at the Airbnb will love that. <laughs> we're going to tell Marriott. Hotel Marriott. <laughs> Oh wait, we're staying at the figure eight. No, no, actually, the first the first day we're staying on Lake Erie. Oh and yeah, so that's we'll be, be able cool. to go right to the water. That'll mom be, would oh, like that. Would be, mom right? would love that. Mm-hmm. And I'll sing the song. What song? Hey, everybody down. If you're a neighbor on the Erie Canal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't that that song in music class? Hey, Tim. Everybody down. If you're going through the town, if you love your neighbor, you'll always have your friends at the Erie Canal. I don't think I, don't I took think that, that class. It. I don't think that's the song. Fucking A, it is. I, I, don't, it I is. don't think those are the words. Uh, they're close. Okay. I got the melody. Well, we're nowhere near the Erie Canal, but okay. Isn't Lake Erie that we're going to be near yes, Lake Erie? Yes, Lake Erie's quite large. Quite large. Oh. We're not going near the Erie Canal. But anyway, I won't sing that song then. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, with, I have, you know, we'll have the ashes in the car with us. Right. So when road rage happens, dad has always said he wanted us to throw his ashes at asshole drivers. Okay. And so we'll be so able to throw. So cup holder filled. Got it. <laughs> yeah. We'll check. throw ashes at people. Okay. <laughs> so cup holder, check. Measuring cup, I check. I absolutely throw ashes at people on the road. So we'll have to get a thermos just in case. You know, a thermos. We'll put her in a thermos. 
like pixie dust. Exactly, exactly like pixie dust. <laughs> I can't even. I'm gonna puke. Gag. I'm gonna gag. What are you? Uh, it's so so bad. are you gonna leave the book? And I apologize if people who are listening are feeling. Um, That's a good question, Addie, because then I don't want to bring those books back. What are we doing with the books? You gotta leave, I'm gonna it, leave there. it at the Dells. There you it'll go. Be, it'll be blend <laughs> in. It's gonna go in the lost and found when they find it. <laughs> and then people will go, "Oh, what's this?" And then we'll leave a note. Oh, you won! You won the scavenger hunt. And then we'll leave a couple. You know what? In there. We'll make it half full, and yeah. then we'll put candy on the top <laughs> and leave it, so someone will want it. That's it. No, it's gonna so end up I in just lost and found. That's it is gonna end lost, lost, lost and found. found. Well, here's the thing. Then they'll. they'll we're going to get in so much trouble. We're, well, we can't leave it there. No, we're we can't. Have, we'll, we'll, we'll find we'll, a, we'll, yeah. a nice place. I'll, we'll plant, I'll put a plant in it. I'm going to throw it in the woods. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I would like to throw it in the Erie Canal. <laughs> we're going to go to the and I'm going to sing the song for her. <laughs> now, I for the listeners who think this is being disrespectful, oh. I just want to tell you this. <clears throat> I'm sorry if we offended you in any way that our mother is dead. <laughs> I loved her she had great great attributes she was a resourceful beautiful she was a great teenage mom like if you were a teenager a great mom to have as a to teenager. have as a teenager mm-hmm. she was great she loved us the best she could she did not take her life seriously and therefore i meet her where she's at and will mm-hmm. not do the same because mm-hmm. i invested a lot of time and love for her and she is happy now because she's not here. So it is a joyous celebration for her, but it's also a letting go of things that no longer serve us. So it's it's not meant to disrespect. It's meant as a celebration. And I cannot wait to get rid of the ashes. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there because I know that yeah. some people, you know, we talk about death and people are like, how could you do that? And I just want to remind people that when people die, they don't become swamis or, or saints. Yeah. Or, or saints. saints. Yeah. When you die, you are the same person, same personality and energy as you were walking on earth. And all the work you do here will affect your ascension. She did no work. And the good thing is that she did such a good job with us. However, it worked out that she is in level two and she's going to have to come back to level one. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. And I think it's very healthy to be realistic about people and how they are, whether it's your mother, your father, your sister, your, your partner, whoever it is, be real about it because you're grieving the loss of an expectation of that perfect person that you wanted, not the reality of who that person was. Boom. That was very smart. That was very clear. I don't think I could say any more. That was very clear. That was very clear. Yeah, I don't want I don't want anybody to be upset or anything because we're not upset. No, we're not no. upset, and we're yeah. driving for her. We're doing this for her. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun journey. We will document. I'm sure we will give Addie a lot of content for TikTok <laughs> that I'm terrible at. Hold the camera. She's very good at right. Yes, upright mm-hmm. camera setting. Check. Thank Got you, it. Addie, for doing all the TikTok work. Please follow us on TikTok. 
Yes. Please follow us on Instagram. Yes. You can follow Kathy on Instagram with her artwork and her music, DJ Hematite. Thanks, Don. You're welcome. And um, they, we got some new Patreon folks recently. Oh, my goodness. Can we just say thank you, thank you, thank Shout you. Shout out. Who are they? Christy? Well, I didn't know if anybody wants privacy. We're just saying first names. Oh, first names. Christy's amazing. Who else? And Mary. Mary Rose. And there, Mary was, Rose. there was somebody else and this month. And Kathy. Kathy. Another woman named Kathy yes. uh, joined us, and uh, one of them is a mentee, and they're, they're sauerkrauts. Thank you so much for supporting, and all of the uh, everybody on Patreon who supports us. We just can't thank you enough. We love you, and we're growing, and it's just amazing. So we continue to do all this ma- amazing things, and because of you, we're able to help mom be settled. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And thank this you. new platform. We got this, this new platform that's working out. It's working out great. Thank gosh. Uh, yeah. And then, Kathy, you know, you have your workshop on the 24th. So Yeah, if- this Friday. I will put this out to, uh, on the 22nd, which is, we never talked about the solstice. I mean, the equinox. Oh, my God. We never talked about the equinox because we had to talk about your, you know, my your underwear. Pictures. Your underwear. <laughs> Um, yeah. Holy crap. I know the equinox and the moon is so strong and amazing right now. The harvest moon. And, um, uh, what was I going to say about it? I feel like I'm definitely in this weird limbo. I feel like I've been, I feel like I've been levitated. I'm just like hovering. I can't quite get my feet back on the ground. So this is the time for that. So uh, you want me to just do like a couple of minutes on it. Okay. So, the harvest moon, as Donna says, is really it's the, the harvest moon is always the full moon close the full moon closest to uh, the the equinox is always a harvest moon. It's the transition moon, moon. It's where your emotions are trying to figure out because it's a transitional time because things are dying. And so things are transitioning into their death. That's the leaves. That's the foliage. That's all that. And so it's a time to celebrate everything that you have harvest. You pick it and then it dies so it, we can plant those seeds. And that's what the solstice, the winter solstice is. So we focus now on giving gratitude on all the things that we've harvested, which is our dreams of last year that has come to fruition. So think about the things you've put out and, and look at your small successes. And the reason why everybody's having kind of emotional irregularities is because the veil is thinning. So if you're empathic, like most of us are, you're going to feel other people's emotions, actions, and choices. Remember, it's not about you. Say it's not about me. Focus on what is actually your emotions and what you're going through. Be patient with yourself. Use the tools that you have learned. And remember that it's a time where you don't have to do anything. If you don't know what to do and you're feeling heightened energetically or emotionally, that now is the time to calm yourself down. Just be and just wait. You'll have your action coming very soon. So it's a beautiful time. It's a frustrating time. It's a hard time. It's a powerful time, but it's a good time of transition. Embrace the change. Change is good, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what's happening to you, Donna. You're, you're having this, you're, you're having a, a you're having an emotional uh, change 
because you're adapting to a death. You had a death this year. Yeah. And so you, you're adapting to the death to bring in a new. So mm-hmm. your body has to acclimate, you know, your emotions and your body have to acclimate to change. And it takes time. It's, it doesn't happen overnight. Just like I can't be smart overnight. I can't be wise <laughs> overnight. Huh? Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, it takes time to change and you have to give yourself permission to be patient with yourself. Stop expecting instant gratification with everything that we want in our life. It happens. We get caught up that we want it to happen now. It takes time. It takes time to make things delicious. You know, let us stop. Oh, that reminds me I have to buy a Powerball ticket. There you go. I just got, and <clears throat> I just won on eBay uh, a 20 pound smoky quartz for my meditation space. I'm so happy. <laughs> and I got it yesterday. So now I get to bathe it today. It was in the moon yesterday. So I'm going to bathe it and then put it back outside. It's going to be ready. It's gorgeous. It's ginormous. It's like it's, a deadly weapon. Like, it's really big. I saw the it's unboxing really video. It was very lovely. Oh, thank you. I did an unboxing and my citrine points coming. So I got a combo and now I just have to save up for the, 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 um, clear quartz and I'm set mm. for a little bit. I'm still <laughs> saving up for my gong. Your big gong. Yeah. Oh, so I much know. money. We have to go to Peter's and get gonged. I have okay. to get gonged. All, All right. right. Bring a gong. Get it I on think guys. We're done. I think we're done. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. Love you. Love Addie. You love too. you. Donna. I love you so much. And to all our listeners, I love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gratitude. Open up my window to substitute outside.